Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker. And in this week's show, the boys lick their wounds and try to find a new way into the temple. Also this week, my GM PC tip is what to do when the PCs go off the rails. So we are ramping up for Gen Con. I got my adventures and I'm going to be running for Paizo at Gen Con. The three specials. I realize that running three specials is a lot of work. Running three specials is like running nine normal society adventures because they're so freaking big. So, yep, making a lot of tokens and making a lot of maps. Anyhow, I will be running on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night all the specials. Levels 1 to 2, so if you guys are interested, to go find me at Gen Con. I will also be wandering around, wearing my shirts. There's also a meetup Sunday from 2 to 3. If you look for it on the Gen Con scheduling, you can find it. And if you go, I will be bringing t-shirts, and you'll meet other members of the Roll for Combat family, including some of the mods. Otherwise, we're getting ready for Pathfinder 2, and I'm going to be getting ready for Armory, which I should be getting any day now. Very, very excited with that. Myself as the players, because now suddenly they'll be able to get a trillion new weapons and armor and God knows what else is going to be in that thing. All I know, this is the big calm before the storm, where we're just going to have to be playing games endlessly, and I'm going to be spending all my time editing podcasts so that you guys can hear us playing Society and Pathfinder version 2 and more of everything. But with that, let's see how these guys managed to clean up last week, where they came very close to getting totally killed, because they are way, way out of their element. And if they can figure out another way into the temple... Is there anything in this structure or not? No, nothing. All right, I guess we should search the outside here. Chris Beamer is playing the Lushunta operative, Hiroji. What are all these weird markings on the ground? All right, I'm going to I'm going to stealth before looking around. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. All right, I'm going to try and be stealthy as I search from here. What's this uh, dude doing? Is he is he just eyeballing us? John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. He's just eyeballing you. He's just giving you the stink giving eye. Giving us a stink eye. Well, I'm trying to stay out of his direct line of sight. That's why I got behind uh, Yeah, you guys are like now to the western edge. That just falls to a straight cliff several hundred feet down. Um, otherwise, what do, mean? what do I mean? What do I mean? Like to the you west? Like 30 feet to the left of me. Or yeah, 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 yeah. To the left. Not where we're standing. No, no, no. Oh, that's a ledge. Yeah, okay, that's not all. Oh, okay. Um, the rest of this temple... It appears to be reinforced stone 
that appears to be quite thick. This thing looks like it was built to last. Think of Tower of London and like how strong that was built. That's what this looks like. Built by William the Conqueror. <laughs> Normals. Alright, so that just means start looking for entrances down here. What is this this looks like it's rubbly or something here to the on the wall. What is that? Is that more rubble? To, to the east. Those are rocks that are off to yeah to the east. No, that's just the wall. And in fact, the wall even has what appears to be almost like battlements, where it could repel attacks. How high is this wall? That's a good question. Give me a second. And is it scalable? Is oh that yeah, that's true. My God, I can actually anything scalable. Mo is going to lick his palms. So that he will stick to the side of the temple, and he's going to climb up. Why don't you take a ten foot, uh, ten minute rest there, Mo? Oh, that's a good idea. All right, yeah, I'm going to do that. If you guys don't stamina back, yeah, get my stamina mana back. Chris, why do you, you want to come along here with me and start doing the yeah. double perception checks along the entire wall? Okay, so I'm going to chill. Yep. Just let me let me know when chilling is done. You're gonna chillax. Chillax. Um, so just let me know when Mo is done uh, getting his stamina back. Oh, he already did. Okay. I don't like the undead. Okay, so the walls appear to be at least sixty feet tall, and then on top is a large dome that goes probably another fifty plus feet. And at the very tippy top of the dome appears to be an observation tower of some sort that's well over 100 feet. Now, on the east side, when you were coming up, there were some very, very narrow windows that were decorative in nature, but they appeared to be way too small to allow anyone to enter into. And on these sides, there appears to be no windows either. So there appears to be no direct way in from here. But it is a little hard to see. There is an observation something at the top that might be a way to get in, perhaps. Promise. We're not well, really good observation at the top. Well, let's think outside of the box. Is there any way for a cheddar to fly up there with a rope tied to him and land and tie the rope? His jump jets aren't that strong. They're only 30 feet once per minute. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone, Cheddar. Okay. No one and else has any flying how ability. Well, I have climbing abilities, but I just can't keep making climb checks over and over and over. Uh, you know, I can climb a little bit. No, no, I was looking for flying options, which, let's be honest, by, you know, in the very near future, we need to be able to fly. Well, one thing that is I'm going to get next time we're in town or whatever we level have money is, no, the jet, there's a jet pack uh, upgrade to armor, which is relatively cheap, I think. Yeah, right. This is what I was talking about. Um, this would be a perfect example of when it would come in handy. Yep. All right. I mean, uh, I, I have a 50-foot rope, if you will, but there's a, I don't know how we climb it, really. Well, my thought was if Cheddar could have gone up there, it's basically, well, send the robot up to you know fly around the top of the tower and tie the rope. I mean, that's fine. We, we all have a bunch of rope. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that I, did wanna, I did want to ask... buy a grappling hook, but no one, everyone said no. And we were right, I think. That was the correct decision. Is this a rough surface? Like, what yes. would be the DC of this? 
It is a rough surface with adequate handholds, so it would be a 15. Ooh. Okay, because I have a plus 11. Ooh. Oh, so you need a four. Yeah, okay. but you can't lo- and you can't fail. Yeah, five. I mean the guys, uh, I'm we rolling. We've been rolling pretty bad. All that happens if you fail by four or less, you make no progress. Oh, right. you don't fall. You, oh. you actually can climb up there without any with risk. N- with impunity. That is what I do. Well, there we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, do you want to um, do you want to bring a rope up there with you? Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna tie a rope to his ankle. That's fine. What? Uh, how many feet do we have, though? I have fifty. Wayless has at least an extra fifty that we put on him. I don't. Have I have a, a fifty-foot cable, titanium alloy cable. So you want to? I, I don't. Put those yeah, together. I'll take that. Yeah, I can. All right, so we'll put that and put Wayless's fifty, so we have a hundred feet now. All right, that's a start. Yeah, uh, uh, Tuttle else? bought. Um, Tuttle bought fifty feet of cable too. So. Hiroji is ah, 50 so feet, we... and Tuttle is 50 feet. Well, hold on, Jason. Yeah, so if you want to make it 150, just to make sure. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. that's what he has. There's no extra one. There's only two. There's a... Oh, yeah, okay, I was about to say, I had actually thought Tuttle put his on Wayless. Right. The, so there's two total. There's Tuttle's, and there's Hiroji's. What skill is climb? Athletics. It's the first one. And then... Um, a knotted rope with a wall to brace against is only DC five. So you guys can knot the rope, tie them together, and even though it gets shorter, you should be fine yeah. and should be able to make it up to sixty feet without much trouble. Is that what you do? I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. This will be a fun project. Okay. <laughs> He's they're, they're doing it backwards, outside the box. All right. So what do well, you do? I mean, oh, I'm, I'm, okay. I like it. While he's doing that, now while he's doing that, and he's going to get us up from the top, uh, Chris and I are going to look for secret doors along this wall, doing the double perception checks every ten feet, every five feet. All right. Well, it doesn't take Perfect. him that long. I mean, he's Mo can climb up to the top and just, you know, like like three or four rounds, and then he's up there. So, great. How many rolls do you want then? As many as like as long as you want, you can take twenty for all I care. Yeah. So how 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 high am I climbing? How many rolls? Uh, I could go. You don't have to. It's you'll, you'll automatically make it sixty feet. Yeah, that's. But I mean, structurally, how high am I up till I'm on a wedge? Sixty that's feet. Basically, the question. Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Okay. Okay. So you can go up sixty feet, and you guys can take twenties looking for doors if you want. All right, works for me, Chris. Yeah, perception. That gives me a thirty-one. You find no doors. Okay, then I will not bother looking mine up. That's a long shot. Well, actually, I'm not so sure it's a long shot exactly. All right, so I'm climbing up to the top. All right, so you climb up to the top, and now you have reached what appears to be a small area that is flat. I'm not going to show this on the map because I can't. But there's basically approximately. 30 feet to the west. Yeah, like, well, you put yourself in an area now, you can't see anything. I'm just moving you, Shamo, show. So, like, from there, it starts to become a dome. So, like, this whole left, this whole western part is kind of flat. Like, think of, like, the old churches. And then the whole center is, like, a large dome. Now, the dome is kind of like a slope. So you could actually climb up that slope. It's like a 45 degree. You like walk on it, right? You can right. basically crawl on it. I mean, for him, it's going to be very easy. For the rest of you, I'm not sure. But for him, 
Now, the slope is quite large. The slope is a good... Let me do the math. Yeah, you're going to have to go at least a good, like, 75, 80 feet um, total. Because it's both across. It's 40 feet across the slope. And then, like, another um, 60 feet up. So, Parago, you know, is it <laughs> the good old vector theorems? It's, you know, I'm trying to do the math. Yeah. You know, I'd say, like, 80-ish feet to get to the top where there's okay. an observatory. And the observatory okay. appears to be 20 by 20. Well, before Mo climbs any further, we all climb up to this flat level. Right. That okay. Makes sense. I'll say, that you guys, now you can't take 20s, but I'll say you double-knotted and you're against a wall. So it's a DC 5. Now, does any of you have a minus negative? No, I have a plus 5 athletics. My athletics, I have a point in it. Does anyone have a 0 or lower? That's all I need to know. Uh, we're looking at you, Tuttle. I'm looking at Actually, athletics. I'm looking at you, Cheddar. <laughs> Might be me. Yeah, hold on a second. Uh, athletics? You have a plus three um, for Tuttle. I have a four. Oh, I... And Cheddar hat. Oh, I have a minus two athletics. Row. You got to roll them. <laughs> you can still use well, them. And can, and can Cheddar even climb? Oh, you have a minus two to athletics. Oh, you're right. You do. I was looking at acrobatics. That's, that's all right. I mean, you so I have, to actually, I have to actually do rolls? Yes. How many do I need to do? He has a plus two. Uh, Cheddar's better than you. He he could climb up. I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, I didn't know. If, I don't know if uh, if uh, drones were allowed to climb. I didn't know if they had the full range of movement. They don't they probably. Hands, so. But I'll say through a little bit of jury rigging of like tying him to the rope at the end, maybe, and having him like anchor it, and then a combination of climb and pulling him up, you can probably get him up. But the first things first is Mr. Tuttle needs to climb because he might be taking some falling damage if he doesn't make it. So, All right. I see how this can, is going to go. You can do it, dude. It's, all you have to do is hit a five. That means you need to hit a... You need to roll a seven. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over again. Oh, how many times? Well, you move half your land speed. So, so like twice. Well, no. Hit. So I got to do five? Or four. <laughs> What's your land speed? 30? So 15, so four times. Four times. Oh, Odds are ever in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> Never tell me the odds. You're going to roll real well. The odds oh, you're all at 11. Okay, you're up 15 Worst feet. We're make a failure 15, late in the 15, game. 15, you're, you're, you're making it so far. You can do it, paddle. You don't want to be shouting and get draw attention to this, I presume. That actually is interesting. No, I, I wonder... I wonder uh, if he makes noise. Ooh, it's a natural 20, 18. He's getting the hang of it. You're halfway there. Ooh, a nine. Oh, you're almost there. You're 45, 45 feet up. That's a long oh, no! oh, wait, hold on, hold on. It's not, no, that's just no progress. Of course. That's no progress. That's right. Okay, he's, right. you're up You're up 45 feet. He slips. He, rolled he slips, but he catches the rope. He, he catches it. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I can do this. Just like the Hollywood movies. Right. Oh, and you easy, barely, easy you scramble. Cinematically, up. did a few stones at his lower portion, like, break loose. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. That was close. Okay. Whew. Well, I guess Cheddar, you're, you're all up six. there. He has a plus two. He, he can make it. I'll just say that you guys take time and you're very quiet and careful. You're not really on the clock. So 
You know, I mean, you are, but you're not. So, you know, you can take time to, like, chug him, get him up there. And so far, you're doing this under the watchful eye. The guy's not paying attention to you because you're way, way out of sight. You're, like, 100 feet to the west, way around corners. So he's... Did a couple of the pebbles that Tuttle knocked loose fall and almost hit him? Yeah, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Fell right behind his head, but he didn't notice that kind of thing. All right, so all of you are up on top. Beautiful view. You can see all around you, and the mountain above you is spectacular. Most taken pictures. And once again, you do see there appears to be an entrance at the tower at the top where the observatory is. That appears to be the only way in, but you're going to have to climb up the slope to get into that. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Up goes Mo like a lizard. Believe it or not, I can actually show you where that is. Hold on. It's a lizard man. Or Dr. Lazardo. All right. So way in the left-hand corner, that's actually the observatory, if you see where I put you. Oh, I see it. Okay, yes. I'm in the, okay, on the map on the lower uh, left. Ah. Uh, Mo is waving down to those guys. Really? Yeah. Hey, guys, look up here. No, not uh, yelling, not yelling. Yeah, you know, that waving. guy can hear you if you say that, right? No, he's not, he's not doing that. He's just waving. Um, sure. Yeah, but if he hears us, he has to climb up here. <laughs> or, but or Mo fly forgot up there. the rope, so he's going to go down, get the rope, and then come back up. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to lower the rope to these lesser climbers and watch them shimmy. Okay. You can have them shimmy up. There is someone who's going to have to make some rolls, or he's going to have a fun slide back down the. Uh... It's not a full. It's not going to be a full. Oh, who could that be? It won't be a full death. So we'll say you have to do six rolls this time. Fun. No problem. You won't have any. You won't have any downside. Is this still the same five, or is it easier? Yeah, it's still five. Everything's fine. Out of ten. The way is clear. It should get easier as he goes up, too. No, it's not. Ooh, four. If it's, if it's a dome. Well, he's not up to the top yet. I'm not even having him roll. Is that a no progress? That's a no progress. A four is no progress. You're up 30 feet. Oh, there we go. There it is, the one. You knew it had to happen. Minus one. Let's see what happens. Oh, that's not Oh, that's really, really not good. (sighs) Give me a re... Well, he hadn't gotten up that far. Um, He got up 30 feet. Give me a reflex save. Oh, 25. Okay. Not only were you falling, but you were you were okay because you were just kind of sliding down the side, but you were taking a bad angle and you were going to go over the edge and fall on the ground, not on the flat surface. Like you were hitting some bad stones and bad, um, <laughs> you were hitting some bad stuff on the way down. But you manage to catch yourself at the last second, and in fact, you end up like right there, like right where the the flat part meets the dome, and you don't fall down. But if uh, you failed, I was gonna you because you, I rolled a, I rolled a one, and that uh, you're gonna like fall right down. But you caught yourself, so no damage. But you gotta start over. All right, oh, he's go gonna fall it. like mo- like uh, Homer falling down. Side of a this is just going to be the entire epi- rest of the episode. Me f- climbing and then falling. <laughs> well, when you, you, when fall you fall again, in... try not to knock me off. Yeah. Well, you're already, you guys are already up. Unless you're helping. Oh, we're at the top. Yeah. 
Let's can we get some sort of artist representation of like a rat creature getting more and more bloodied and damaged? You would think as a rat, you'd be able to scamper up this easily, but you can't even get started with a four. You're like, you're no progress. You're still on the floor. You're still shaking. shaking you're it shaking it off. You're like, oh, okay, that that was a near death experience. Fall all the way down to the very, very like bottom, or is could I, the could face I stay of the dome? here and write a paper about all this later? He could have fallen all the way to the bottom. If I rolled really poorly, he could have fallen off the cliff and fallen another like two. 100 feet down so because if i rolled the other way oh uh, wait so 30 feet you're up 30 feet so far this is where he buys it 45 keep going wait isn't a five and no progress no five is the dc you make it so oh, five is the dc sorry right 60 it's getting scary Four. getting scary he's going slower come on do it. What are the odds? Oh, a four. Oh, okay. Up, up, That's just I'm creeping towards <laughs> negative territory here. Try and roll double digits. Nine, six, a four, a seven. Come on, you could roll above. You, come on. I know exactly. Oh, 13. There, there you go. go. Okay, 90. Okay, right. you made it. You made it. You're up. You're like, oh. You literally, we see Tuttle, like a little Tuttle's claw. gym teacher is Tuttle's gym teacher is very unhappy with him right now. <laughs> wow. You were... We see one little claw come over the edge, grab, and desperately pull himself up over the top. That's now, the last time I'm ever doing that. <laughs> now, we have a, we have where, this is the top, right? And there's an entrance that goes in, probably stairs going down, right? I'm guessing. Yes, most likely. Uh, there could, better be stairs. I'm not climbing back down. <laughs> I could, if you want, I could stealth ahead and, 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 and see what's down there and then report back. Yeah, you want to do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean Tuttle... If one of these guys down there, it's going to be a freaking problem. Yeah, because, I mean, I could always go in front of you, Tuttle, and just tie the rope around you and pull you down. We could do it that Tuttle, way. There's probably stairs, just right? Lower so, so are, are, are there stairs there? Are you, like, trying to peek in? Yeah. Give me a perception. 24. Send in the car. Send in the car. All right, good news. You look in, you kind of like have to shimmy up a little and sort of like poke your head over and look in. And it appears to be a 20 by 20 room that is filled with instruments and a strange apparatus that looks like it was something to observe the heavens. And there's a stairwell, a spiral staircase going down in the center of the room, but it's completely empty. All right, so... So I guess we'll do the stealth plan, right? You're, you're good with that? And I'll, I'll just Yeah, uh, I will also stealth, though I'll wait for you to go in first. Okay. Uh, you want me to roll? Wait, stealth? I'm not going in stealthy. I have a stealth. No, you guys wait. Like, don't go yeah, in. Yeah, waiting, we're waiting. But there's my stealth. Okay. Roji, stealthing. Everyone's stealthing. Well, that's 20, 22. a little better, I guess. I mean, you guys are splitting up the party, so just don't. Get yeah, killed. I mean, this is this is the uh, quandary that you always run into with rogue type characters. Is that they, it's like their stealth. Often they have to do it alone, and yeah. uh, it, it's it is splitting the party. It's, it's, it's well, it's only Hiroji. I mean, right? We'll be okay. I mean, I've got to use my I got to use stealth sometime. My God, like that's my whole thing. All right, so I'm gonna go down the stairs stealthy. Oh wait, wait, are you going downstairs? Or are you going into the room? because yeah. you didn't go. No, into I won't the room go into the room first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. First, you got to go in the room. So move yourself in the room. I don't see... Oh, that room. Okay, you go in the room. There appears to be a lot of stuff in this room. Quite a bit. All right, I'm not really going to look at this stuff right now. Um, um, 
I mean, what do you mean by stuff? Like you said, there is a thing to look at the heavens, right? Yes, there is a thing to look at the heavens, and it appears to be a crystal uh, in the device. There appears to also be some papers and some loose artifacts sort of just floating around. I will telepathically tell them that it's just, there's stuff in here and they want to check out while I'm going downstairs. And I go down the stairs. Are you are we going through windows? Is that how yeah. it's a room? Yeah, there's a room. Okay. Okay, the stairwell you can tell is gonna be going down for quite a while. So right. how far down are you gonna go? I'm gonna keep going to the bottom. Uh okie dokie. And then where are the rest of you? Mo is gonna right. take another healing serum before we get into combat. I will enter the room stealthily. Four points. I'll take it. Wait, did you drink? Did you drink four potions? I don't understand how you got four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you did drink four potions. Yeah. Um, Mo is just gonna get into the room. He's gonna. All right, you guys. Two of you are in the room. You just have Tuttle and Cheddar hanging out on the ledge. And I will pull uh, Tuttle in so he doesn't fall to his death. We might have to give you a uh, attack roll to see if you... Uh, if you roll a 1, I'm going to have you fumble and have him fall all the way down to the bottom. Well, that would be very sad, and it would actually like destroy the campaign. But let's be honest, it would be very, very funny. It would be quite funny. And then Cheddar would have to get a new master. How, how far down is the floor? The floor? It's like 10 feet. It's like a little bit of a drop. Oh, okay. Well. Oh my god. Did I miss him? That's really funny. I rolled a one. All right. Well, I that... was trying to shoot him, so that's, that's oh probably not good. Oh, my goodness. Give me a reflex save, oh, Tuttle. No, I didn't actually shoot him. <laughs> no, you were trying to help him in, and you missed. You, you, oh, oh and okay. You, you I was missed. doing that as a joke. Oh, okay. You well, missed. I rolled a one. You, you, tried, right, you, tried to, you tried to grab each other, and then he tried to grab you. You guys missed, and now I he's falling backwards. People. Don't worry, Tuttle. <laughs> you fall in shorter distance, longer distances. 13. <sighs> you fall backwards and land flat on your back right to the edge. You're kind of like... Um, Tyron Lannister in the um, what was it, the Sky Tower? What was that? The the uh, cells on the edge of the mountain where he's like right up to the <laughs> edge, the, the eerie, yeah. right? Whatever. The eerie. Yeah. You're like that. You're like right sky to the cells. edge. Yeah, the Sky cells. And you're like, you're like. So you fell out the moon door, and that's it. Almost. You. you so he didn't fall into the room. No, he fell backwards because he was no. trying to grab onto. Uh, oh. He was trying to grab onto Rusty's hand, and you guys missed. And he fell backwards, and he almost uh, fell down. I was helping, and look what happened. My God, this. Did this... he take damage? Or no, was he just, just a... fell. He just fell backwards and landed flat on the sort of the. Fl- Fortunately, while I'm not good at climbing activities, I am good at reflex. So. Yes. All right, Mo is going to roll a will save to see if he can stop himself from laughing. <laughs> okay, seventeen. Okay, he 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 stops himself from laughing. I do like. Would you like some more help? Yes. Do you want to help him again? I would love to help. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and help again. Sure. Just, okay. Just hold on to it, and we'll pull you down. This isn't very dignified. But <laughs> Being shipped like cargo. You rolled a seventeen, so you're fine. Yay! You grab onto his he hand. Be able to walk. I mean, no, he, he was he was he literally no because it's ten feet up, so he had to get like a boost and uh, grab his arm to pull him in, and he just missed. So that's why I had him actually roll because he uh, he said he was doing it, man. Well, I didn't time, tell him he didn't have to do secure. that. 
the hilarity and to this time to make sure it works i grab him by his cheek pouches you know one on each hand and i pull in that way i think you put your hand in his mouth because that's where the cheek pouch is and then you're like i grab you there you go perfect i'm sure he won't bite you have your shots Eh. just pick him up by the scruff of his neck and carry him down yeah like your mom used to do yeah it's just like just just like mommy so Rusty is going to get rabies. And <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to get space rabies, scabies. Right, space scabies. rabies. Give him rot. Because <laughs> you're we're not well, sure about I your have, healthy. Yeah, I have my own diseases. Good point. Yeah, exactly. You scabies. <laughs> All right. You. So is he in the room? He is in the room. My di- what's left of my dignity is in the room. Yeah. What about Chatter? He can climb without penalty, right? Does he need to do a roll? Nah, he's just in. He, he, he's just like... <laughs> There's where I needed the riding saddle. Then I could have just ridden Cheddar. Yeah, man, you could do a riding saddle whenever you want. Back to Hiroji. Hiroji, you go all the way down to the bottom? Yes. Mm. Risky. I mean, it's just a stairway going down, right? There's no other chamber of the room. Well, tell him how, how deep this is stairway. A uh, hundred feet. Okay, so you go down to the bottom of the stairs, and you see, looks like it gets to the floor and opens to a larger room. What are you going to do? I'm going to keep stealthing and check it out. Uh, you have to give me a new check. Another roll? Yep. Yeah. 30. Nice. 16 for 30. Wow. A stealth of 30. Very good. Mm. Wow. We're we're playing Pitfall. We you realize that's what we're playing. Actually, I think this is this was a very good strategic way to do this. We came in from the top rather than coming from down below. Okay, the inside of this room appears to be rather odd. It appears to be sort of very almost religious in the middle. But then there also appears to be a balcony to the north. So like to the south and the west mm-hmm. and the middle appears to almost have something religious or ceremonial to it. While this balcony to the north appears to be newer and sort of a little bit out of place. In addition to the south, you see two large statues, two large statues. that are standing there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You are stealthy. Well, that's fine. They're just statues. You should go over and maybe actually, like, you know, buff them, yeah. you know, pat them, say hello to them. You guys can't talk. You're out of his range. You're actually out of his range, by the way. Um, so the statues are, what do they look like? I'm looking at them now. They look ominous. They look what you appears. They appear to be ancient elves that are holding very large spears. They seem to have growth on them, like... Mold, like, you know, some mold, mildew, vines. Looks like they haven't been attended to in many, many, many years. Interesting. All right, I'm not going to go much further, but I do want to do one thing. I'm going to, it's a little risky, but I mean, I'm just hoping that statue's not the meme of it coming alive. I do want to see what's to the right and left here. Do you, like, to the right to left? Do you go out? Like, yeah, I'm stealthing, stealthily moving over there. Um, well, you're stealthing in plain sight. Is it dark in here? That is a good question. I have infrared. I'm assuming there's no light. I mean, if that's infrared, can you tell if the statues are hot? 
No, it doesn't work. It's there, just, um, there is no light in here. Oh. So, yeah, there is no light. So you are going right through the... I'm just going where... I'm going right there. I want to see what's over here to the east. Okay. This is fascinating. Give me a second. You have no idea how lucky you are. You really don't, but you're about to find out. As you go out to the east, suddenly you see the statues come to life. Oh, Jesus. That's so... I'm, I'm upset. Who, who wrote this? Well, you did have your stealth of 30. Well, no, that he came into plain sight. He's stealth, but then once you're in plain yeah, sight, there's nothing you can do about that. There are uh, things for that. There is actually a plain... Like that thing you were creature, that fighting, that like uh, jellyfish thing. They lower their spears to you and say to you in Elvish... <laughs> oh, good thing he can talk. And he's in disguise as an elf. Halt. Who goes there? What is your business within the temple? I, I am a, I am, I am, I am Elvish. So they see me huh, through the darkness. It doesn't affect me. Uh, that they can maybe see through darkness as well. So, yes, they see you like there's no problem. They're just looking right at you, and they both have their spears at the ready. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, shit, cover is blown. So I, I, I say uh, I, I've come here for other oh, keep moving. Oh, they're they're positioning. Yeah, they're getting right up. They're getting close to you. Yeah, they're they're getting close. Two of them. Okay, because if it, if, he, if he takes another step, I'm gonna I'm gonna ready in action to run like hell up back up. The <laughs> okay. But before that happens, I say uh, I am an elf here to uh, to study the Temple of the Twelve and to gain its wisdom. Pay no attention to my antenna. He uh, might be still in costume. He is. He's he's and has the hollow deck on. Unless I'd never heard of yeah. it off. Give me a diplomacy check. All right, let's see. I am trained, but I'm not very good. You have what, a point net? I do have a point. Yes, and, I have, and, I have, <laughs> and I have a charisma <laughs> modifier, so it's plus four. Well, that's something. He rolls a four for an eight. Nice. It's also a good thing he speaks Elvish. <laughs> you look at you, and you hear in your mind. You can't tell if they're actually talking to you or you're hearing it because their mm-hmm. mouths are not moving. But you hear... You are not welcome here. Leave or we will kill you. Okay, I will leave. <laughs> you don't want to... Uh, d- does he see anything else? I see that to the right and the left. Of the whole... That's a wall. Like the, you, This is the whole room. You see the whole room. Oh, there's a wall and there's a door to the south. Yeah, okay. yeah, there's a door to the south. What you do notice, however, is this... I thought there was something over here. It looked like a, pa- it looked like a uh, thing. Well, let me tell you what you did see. Oh, no, that's just the wall. That's just the wall. Um... You did see something. There appears to be, th- like, lining the walls, tons of books, notes, documents, lots. Spell books. And it appears to be semi-messy, like someone's been going through this. So it looks like this is a repository of knowledge of some sort. It looks like someone went through this recently. Like, well, you have no notice. So, like, maybe the other guys were here. It's impossible to know that, but you do see the place is kind of messy. Okay. I say, okay, and I leave. I go back upstairs. All right, I'll put you back up. I run. And you tell us that. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. okay ooh, I got lucky. Uh, we were searching the room because there's stuff in the room. Oh, you were searching the room? Okay, then give me a perception check. I mean, could we just take. 20 or something? Cause... It's a huge room, so... I mean, right. if all of you are doing it, maybe, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. So you roll a 20. Mo, Mo finds something right away. For... He, he wow. finds something right away. You, you're looking around and you're like, hey guys, I found some stuff. Underneath papers and all these other items, you find four very dusty, very old, but yet still very potent boxes of some sort. Um, open. Open them. They are similar to those lesser loot boxes of wonder that you found before. Oh, and there's four oh. of them? One. Yes. There's one for each of us. I grudgingly give one to each of us. Yay. I think these are things that we are going to do. All right. Hiroji, do you still have yours? He does. I do. You have two now. Nice. Wow. I should start using them. I don't suppose any of them have more perfect elf disguises. Oh, no, you're going to have to try. I don't try. seem to be liking my disguise much. It's not really working too good. Yeah. Actually, well, quite the opposite. It's been working fantastic. You didn't get killed instantly by the guy downstairs, and these two didn't kill you instantly. So quite the opposite. It's been true. working that, fan. That is it has actually been saving your life now twice. Um, awesome. Well, that's good. Um, do we find anything else? Yes. The crystal in the apparatus appears to be glowing. It appears to maybe be something, but someone's going to need to do a mysticism check. I would like to look through the apparatus. Is it pointing to a specific place? Uh, we need a mysticism check first. Um, you, you can look through the apparatus. It appears to not be working. Um, so okay. it's been too long or something happened to it. So unfortunately, no. I will try my mysticism, though, such as it is. Five for an eight. Not a great roll. No one else has that skill? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about those that nonsense. How about magic how about magic makes no sense. It, it doesn't actually make sense. If can, you, I, yeah, can I try an engineering check on it? Would that do anything? Maybe. Give me a second. Yeah, we left Waylos outside by the... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Waylos is way behind you guys. He's, he's just okay, hanging Well, out. we can bring it to him. He's, we can hi bring he's it hiding. To him. Uh, give me a second. I'm going to look up to see... You actually know what it is. There, you made it. Believe it or not, it's not that high. It is a Mark One ability crystal. Ooh! Ooh. Oh, wait, what? That's do big we, deal. Do we know what type of ability crystal it is? Yeah. What is that? What is that? I don't even know. Yeah, that I'm is. looking. Is that a magic item? It's a magic item it's that a... gives you a plus two. It takes an know. hour for you to gain additional That's ability a points. Huge thing. Yeah. It basically. Yeah, the crystal has formed a magical connection to memories of heroes long ago. Any character spend one hour communing with the crystal to gain additional ability points. This counts as a personal upgrade to the appropriate model number. Once a character has used this crystal, its magic is forever spent. Whatever you want. It just... How oh, any... Work? Oh, wow. You guys any, bought... Any. Yeah, you already bought this. You've already used... Some of you guys have already used this. Like, Mo. Well, we've used them as augmentations. Though. No, it's the Are, same thing. This... It's the same one. It's the same yeah, thing? Yeah, Oh, same wow. This is... Yeah. It's worth... Uh, Fourteen hundred, so one hundred forty yeah. bucks. Or you can increase one of your abilities by two. So why don't you sell it permanently? Yeah, permanently. Why don't you sell it? Yeah, That's a good idea. Sell it. Well, instead. Which one? Yeah, I asked how much it's worth so that I know it's relative. Any value. ability you want. Yeah. You you use it and then it gives you a plus two and then it's spent. You can have a mark one, a mark two, and a mark three. So you Mo have one already. So you can use this. Well, I have one for strength. You can only use a Mark One once 
forever. Oh, really? Yes, I just said oh. that. Did you? Did you? I thought black it was out for the last ability. ten seconds. No, it does sound like something that we're all going to want to get at some point. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, you get three. You can have a Mark One, a Mark Two, and a Mark Three. If you use a Mark Two to make your strength higher, it just replaces it and becomes a plus four. It doesn't. You can't give all your abilities a plus two. Basically, right. you use this three times and you're done. <laughs> That's how you increase your stats. There's no other ways to increase your stats in Starfinder. Metagaming it, this is how you do it. So, you have the ability to summon to increase the stat permanently by plus two. I would love to increase my dex by two. Uh, yeah, Chris, you know how you like to pick up a lot of the loot as we get along? Yeah. Okay. You're not getting this. Yeah. Okay. Why would you say that? That's <laughs> because crazy. You, you always That's get it. You always get the loot. You always yeah, get That's the, the way it goes. All right. uh, if you grab oh. everything, you don't get your choice of the good stuff. It's not that expensive to, to, to buy them. I'm surprised you guys don't have these already. Uh, I've been saving money for a rainy day. Actually, to be honest, whenever we finish this chapter, I'll be doing a huge shopping spree. So. And but Tuttle, said, Tuttle has one, use. too, already. Tuttle has one. Yeah, I actually already got one, so... Oh, yeah, so Tuttle has one and Mo right, well, has one. Uh, so by which you meant me. It's Rusty uh, and I, I vote so we give it to gonna, Rusty. This yeah. is going to take a while. All right, thanks. Appreciate that, John. I, if only Chatter could use it. I vote yeah. we don't. <laughs> um, I, I vote we give it to me. Rosie, you don't need it. What What would you uh, use well, it for? I would increase my, my dex and be Tell better you, in I know, I know your dex, but you know, I'm talking to Rusty. You said if you were going to increase your charisma. I would do dex or charisma. It's Either one actually works. I don't know if Rusty actually does anything in combat. I have yet to see that. Uh, he has been less effective than he could be in combat, sad to say. But well, that, yeah. to be honest, I giving, haven't. Giving yourself haven't some decks. Yeah. No, nah, but that's like putting a silk hat on a, on a, uh, on a sow. I can't <laughs> remember. When was the last time Hiroji hit anything? I don't know. It's that's so like putting lipstick ago. on a pig. When was the last time Hiroji <laughs> hit something and did damage? So long ago. I don't know. Who remembers? That would be better... That would might be a better costume than what you guys have been putting on so far. So. Um. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, and to my, and to be fair, I had sand in my eyes on my last two yeah. shots. That's your true. last two weeks? Is that what you said? Or yeah, two shots? Right. Last two, two weeks, months. Shots, right? I, I can't remember what you're saying. Two, uh, yeah, two characters. All right, go go ahead. Be greedy. Don't note that. Oh, oh, is that what we're calling that? Agree. So oh, somebody they, takes loot, it's greedy. All right, well, we'll 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 call it that. What loot yeah, did I have? I taken? I don't understand. Every gun that has ever been found, ever. Does Hiroji think... like? He takes the the long arm rifle he has over his shoulder. He quickly like throws it on the floor and like slides yeah, yeah, it under that's the right. papers. And then the sniper rifle that he found at another time. Yeah, I'm the only one who can use that. That's that's. Oh no! Anyone so. can people. Anyone can use it. They just get a minus four. Right, and then we're, we're right. like, we want to take a minus four. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was going to take that <laughs> you, sniper you rifle. You That's so good. Hey, what happened to that flamethrower thing where we could spread fire? He has that. In front of us. He has oh. that. I have a lot. Oh, I have a lot of different that. weapons. Oh. But they're all, they're oh, all no. junky. <laughs> yeah. They're all junky, though. They're all yeah. low quality. Yeah. Wow, you really shouldn't have picked like them you up. got you you got the arc pistol that was the only good one, and I had to buy mine. So ah, it's just so awful. Why you have money? My goodness. Yes. Well. Like it, it, it's kind of a misconception. So, but, so actually, Rusty, the way these things work, you probably want to put it in your primary stat because when you yeah, upgrade it, this is the thing that you're going to be upgrading. So, I know. yeah, yeah, I know. I'm well, gonna put although it in, although no, next level we get a whole bunch of bo- bonuses for at uh, level five, you get a ton of bonuses, and also when you upgrade, you only pay the difference. Bonuses. So to go from 
to go from Mark to, go right. Mark one to Mark two, it's only fifty one hundred credits. By the way, oh, so Rusty saves saves money that way. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, good. isn't that good? Uh, there, That's Chris? wonderful. That's mm-hmm. good. Aren't good. you happy for your your these are your, your fellows are improving? This is awesome. You should be psyched. Yes, you're you're a team player, aren't you, Hiroji? I, I always thought that the dead had no need for money. <laughs> but I, I, thought I, would... uh, I don't know any such people. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, that's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna happily slot that into my primary stat. So thanks. Well, it'll take an hour. Yeah. So well, I, I hour vote we let that. him. And at the end of this, we'll, we'll wait an hour. Yeah. No, I say we wait There's an no hour. There's no combat. You're I, just hanging out here. I do. Yeah. I do tell you. Yeah. You do know about these statues and everything down there. So we got we're gonna have an issue with them. All right. We might, so we might, we might want to think about grenades. I'm gonna take an hour. I'm gonna plug it into my primary stat. Grenades. <laughs> grenades on those statues. Um, well, and for that whole hour, I'm just looking at Rusty and shaking my head. Saying, oh, damn shame. <laughs> um, under my breath. I'm wondering if you could have maybe jumped off of, is there, a, I this is a question for the GM, but you know, narratively I'm asking, uh, uh, Hiroji, when he stealthed down, could he have gotten off on the balcony that um, no. that room that he went no. into? Could he, instead of running no, across the middle not. of the floor? No, no, he had to. He had to go all the way down to the bottom. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's stairs that go up that thing. It's like an old medieval castle where you kind of got to like go up. Like it's sort of enclosed. You know, it's like a spiral staircase yeah. where it's totally enclosed. And it's looking like we're gonna have to fight. No matter what, yeah. Yeah, I still feel like we're missing something. I don't know if there's like something in the notes we didn't see, or we got paid yeah, because by these, that guy. Because these oh, other yeah. people there's were notes. allowed to come in here and not get attacked. What? what what's? Uh, we got uh, handouts. There was something about a temple. Yeah, but I didn't see anything about. In fact, if anything, there was a thing about the Forsaken City where Zahn and his guys had to leave. Yeah, because I mean, what scares me about these statues? Is if there's two in this room, there might be two in another room and two in another room. And the fact that there's not just one, like if that guy was hitting on anything, uh, that, that, that gatekeeper guy. Well, he did very well and he did quite a bit of damage. That's true. And what we could do, I mean, man, we're just using all our healing serums as these learning experiences. We're down to half less than half yeah, of what you we still started. got like all together still got like 15 healing serums you're not that low oh do we yeah oh, I, i'm also gonna bunch. suggest that that guy was a problem he was the only problem we've ever encountered in the entirety of this campaign we've won every fight you've actually been doing very well that guy was hitting like a ton of bricks though i mean he was he was i was not kidding when he conned purple like he he was no he was not fooling around that was that was a hard encounter yeah so and there, there's fine. no way chris could have done a like a knowledge check to he to, did to, to, do a knowledge check he was uh, at least a level six solarian at mm-hmm. least level six no i'm talking about the statues oh he didn't say he did that oh well yeah, he didn't do that either well they're magic statues um, some stealther you are well, I was very nervous. I, I was. These guys. You want to go back down there? Dangerous. Uh, I think we should all go down. Well, I mean, the, the point is, is if we can leave, they reset, and they're not going to. Uh... Actually, no. Steve did tell you that the costume has been saving your life. So. I mean, I could, I could 
I could make myself look like a different elf, like a female elf, like you mentioned, and try again. I mean, diplomacy was really terrible. Lipsticks on lipstick on a pig there. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it sounds like we're. This is weird that we're I mean, so uh, out of. Okay. It John, seems like John, I was close John, to being we're able gonna to fight. Lab. We're going to fight things in this campaign. It's going to happen. Yeah. It is going to uh, happen. I, I, I don't. If we're going to fight, then what's, I'm, what's I'm going to just. What's our grenade some... inventory? I think we should look at our grenade inventory. Oh, for... grenades are going to do nothing against those stashes. Are you no, kidding me? No, but they actually will probably call them to come up the stairs where we can attack them from above and we can fight them one at a time. Oh. Wow. I, I, I get the sense that they were triggered by my being close to them proximity wise like they well, saw I'm guessing throwing a grenade at them will also trigger them okay yeah i like the grenade i like the idea of combat the whole point of me telling um hiroji to go down and do a knowledge check is we might learn that they're resistance to i don't know because if right. they're statues if my pike does no damage to them or there's like a huge mitigation i will switch to energy weapons because he can always run away. I mean, it looks like that's the case. Like, if he can sneak, sneak down to a knowledge check, it's free, you know? Uh, I don't disagree with the knowledge check. Uh, Chris, do a knowledge check. You okay, already I'll, saw them. I will oh. sneak down, or I'll do the knowledge check if I can. Just do I don't it right here. Sneak down. You don't need to sneak right, down. Knowledge what? Well, they were constructs, so I believe that is engineering. Can you just double check? I'm doing something right. I'm I'm changing I'm Rusty's. Pretty good. At I'm actually changing Rusty's uh, abilities to get up to a 20. So if you can, do yeah, that I added it into. Uh, yeah, I did it in Harolab too. I'm just looking to make sure you. Uh, okay. I'm just making sure everything's correct. So. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Fifteen. That's good enough. You have good right. news. You've heard of these things. They are again something from ancient stories. Growing up as a boy. You used to read these with your mommy and your daddy mm. when you would be told about the lore guardians, which were ancient technology constructs that were very popular back then. These were sentries that were very common in abandoned ruins, and they would be set there to chase off looters and to sort of keep the general order. They will sit there endlessly guarding they are actually fairly weak to defeat, but they do have immunities as they are made out of stone and they are very tough. They have small damage resistance to adamantium and they also are extremely resistant to magic. How about energy weapons? You believe that, you know, like normal attacks are fine. Obviously, you don't have adamantium to pass, bypass the stonework of them. But um, the biggest issue would probably be their spell resistance and resistance to magic. But that is not a problem for you. That doesn't matter. Yeah, that's for not us. a problem that's for that's our fine. party. Right. We avoid that by not having any magic. <laughs> yes. So the biggest issue is negated by, by inefficiency and uh, ineptitude. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, strategically, and I understand we're getting towards cliffhanger. Um, I am happy to toss a grenade in their direction, just sort of underhand down the stairs, such that hopefully they run up the stairs one at a time where we're standing at the top of the stairs and you can attack down at them. How does that sound? Sounds uh, good. Uh, that's a hundred foot staircase. I mean, to throw a grenade down, 
It seems like you're. No, I could stealth to, to the bottom, like yeah. look, you're around, like throw one at them in yeah. their little area, and, and then run up. Yeah. A couple of things about that, though. First of all, I'm not very good at throwing grenades. Yeah, that's all right. That's never stopped me in the past. No. Um, what <laughs> we we got a couple of new grenades last time, right? What were they? Shock. Oh, no, we're not going to use a good grenades. grenade on just to pull them. They were they were shock. They're all the they're all level one. They all suck. Yeah. This is a pull. This is a pull. So whatever you want to get rid of, that's what you use, I would imagine. Yeah, here. I'm going to give you this Mark One frag or shock grenade or whatever it is that I have. Okay. What is it? Is it a shock grenade? Let me find out. Oh, I have a goblin. I think we've kept picked up a couple of shock grenades. You have tons of goblin grenades. Not tons. I have frag grenades. I have tons of these, yes. No, I'm talking to Hiroji. Hiroji still has several goblin grenades. Oh, uh, you have okay. seven left. But the goblin, goblin grenades, grenades are are get, random. Get rid of them. <laughs> they can yeah, do anything. Use it. Yeah, use it. All right. So, so you know what I'm going to do? I got a clever little idea. Um, I, I will. I guess I'm going to use a goblin grenade. Uh, but what I'm also going to do is like right, right at the uh, beginnings of the uh, of the stairs going up. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to attach a, uh, uh, or, or leave it on the wall, or attach it to the wall if I can, another goblin grenade, and set it uh, to be uh, activated by my detonator. So yes. what I'll do is I'll throw one grenade at them, see if they start charging after me, run up the stairs, and then detonate the other grenade as they're passing by it. How about that? Wow, that's... Very th- is, uh, is Hannah playing? Because that's such a good idea. There's no way you came up with that. <laughs> Good job, well, I'm trying to. I'm looking at my sheet. Now you have one. You have a ton of stuff. Um, you know, Mister complaining about not getting your loot. You have one detonator left. Yeah, you definitely can do that. You can. You can um, set a detonator to a grenade. I don't know if you can really stick it to the wall, but you could just leave it at the foot of the stairs. Yeah, and then you can just press it when you think they're about to touch it and set it off. You know, you can do that no problem. Nice. Yeah, those detonators right. are actually very cool. I kind of I'm starting to like really warm up. Do it. Okay, I want Mo at the top of the stairs, the spiral staircase. Sure. Okay, before Chris talks himself out of his good idea, and then we have Mo standing at the top of the staircase. When they arrive there, Roji just run past. Mo will literally be able to attack down with a bonus to hit because he is coming from above with his long two-handed weapon, and then we just shoot him from above. Okay, let's do it. Love it. That's the plan. Attack. Shoot them both. Shoot them both. Do it, Hiroji. Okay. I'm just, oh, it's a push of a button. Okay. Okay, so yeah, I sneak down. I do, I plant it by the foot of the stairs. I, I, it takes a minute to get the detonator to, to be rigged to that. All right, give me your stealth okay. roll as you carefully go right, down do the stairs, trying to not make too much noise. Here comes the one. 24. Yeah, pretty good. It's, a, it's good. Pretty good. It's my best skill. It's his only skill. Yeah, exactly. And getting hit a lot. You have all the knowledge, though. Yeah, you, I got do have and the, you got the knowing and the doing. I got the book learning. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know book. You have book learning. None of that fighting learning, I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. He's got the I'm like, watch this throw, because this throw is going to be a trip. Okay, so I'll say yeah. that you you go down to the bottom. You can peek, and sure enough, the two Lord Guardians, which appear to be back in the exact same spot that you left them in, and they're totally... They are statues. And show me where you want to throw the grenade and put down the thing and then do a roll, and we'll see what happens. All right, so these goblin grenades have a kind of area of effect. 
It's random. You roll a 1d100 and we find out. Uh, he means, like, what's the radius? It's random. You roll a 1d100 and yes, you I'd find out. Yes, I'd want to out. throw it, like, right there. That's where I would want to throw it. Okay, I'll, I'll put down the template for you. Hold up. It's usually it's usually 15. Yeah, so, so, like, right there. Him. So, you'll get them both. Well, or, or one to the left to get both of them. Yeah, no, one no, to the left. No, he gets both. He gets no, that's both. one. That gets both. Okay, that works. Yep, that's perfect. Um, do I have grenade on my thing? I do. So I have goblin grenade. I do have it. All right, so I get a minus fucking one to hit, right? Yes, you do. A minus one to hit but the I only, floor. Which is like a five. Which is a five. All right, so, so I'm going to roll. Rolling the one, so you drop it at your own feet and blow up. Let's see it. And then you set off the other one, and you do a chain reaction. And oh my god, I will love this. You roll a 16 roll for 15. 15. You actually do it perfectly. How? I'm not exactly sure, but you did. So, give. I may take proficiency in grenade. I don't know. I might. All oh, right. That's a I love real it. waste of a, a feat. They're fun. Yeah, but I mean, for minus one that you'll use once every adventure, it, it'll go to plus four. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'm getting a minus five or something, or minus four for using Ooh. it. All right, so I roll a d100. That is correct. 80. That's got to be good. Oh, that's. Actually, really good. Um, These goblins know what they're doing. Oh, wow. You throw the grenade. It lands at their feet. And it explodes, but it does way more damage than you expected. It appears to be a shock grenade. (laughs) Level 2. That exploded. So give me 1d12 points of damage. Okay. Nine. Now they do get reflex saves. I rolled a nine. That is very good. Hopefully they don't strike me as things that would be very good with reflex saves. They're also flat-footed. Whoops, they rolled a one! No, that was a Roji. I messed up. Roji rolled a one. That's a very different thing. They both rolled an 11. That's weird. So they both get... Um, yeah, they only have a plus two to the reflex, so they both got 13s. Unfortunately, your DC is a nine, I believe, so. No, wait, on a mark two, isn't it by the grenade No, level? it's by you. You are the DC, and your DC is nine. It has nothing to do with the grenade. We've gone through this a hundred times. Where does that number come from, the nine? It comes from your proficiency, and oh, so boy. that's basically, yeah. it's a ten, but since you have a minus one, it's a nine. So if you get proficiency, that will go into a 13, which is more like it. Gotcha. So anyhow, um, they both make it. So they take four points of damage. So Does that get their attention? That gets their attention. I'm not going into rounds yet. And they start looking around. And they don't see you. <laughs> They're just sort of... <laughs> they, like, they put their weapons down, and you just see them that looking is... around. Awesome. So they have no idea. All right, I think it may be time for another one. Again. They just they, they literally well, or yell at them and say this way. I mean, well, you can't. Well, if I can just you keep guys, chucking grenades yeah. at them, maybe Dude, this is problem solved. Yeah, keep going with the grenades. I actually man. can't talk to him because he's out of range. He's hundred feet. His telepathy is only like thirty feet. I yeah, think. Right. All right. So, oh, yeah, exactly. so oh, if they can't calm. see me, comms, if they can't true. see me, I'm gonna throw another grenade. At they, can, they don't see you. So go ahead. Let's do it. Throw another one. Hit it again. Hit it again. This actually might work. Because you're in a perfect spot. You're like completely covered. You're behind the staircase. You're stealthing. And they're they're automatons. They're not going to actually like use their brains. (laughs) 
I don't think you can crit on a grenade, but if you could... And you say that never happens. (laughs) You actually would have critted on the grenade. So you actually throw it perfectly. You would have have rolled a strike. So roll a 1d100 to see what happens, though. All right, let's go for a high number. Oh, no. Is a 1... Is a one a bad? Is that a good number? I don't think so. On a D one hundred, you rolled a one. <laughs> so you roll a D twenty, and then you roll a one. Champion of the one. Roll oh a two D eight. How's that roll possible? A, roll a two D eight. Yeah, I mean, Chris, I'm gonna tell you what happens. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's two D eight damage. I'm gonna take now. That's what I. Um, they they got healed. For eleven That's points crazy. of damage. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> that was a good grenade. Good job. Oh my wow. god. They stop looking around. Well, instead, they actually start relaxing, enjoying the bombing experience. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we're gonna you hit them again. I think we need to get. I need to get rid of all these guys. On the other hand, yeah. we just convinced them that we're benevolent and they let us. <laughs> you are a good elf. You are a master. Do, do you know what? Do you know what that grenade's called? What? That's called the bad beat. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a bad beat. I actually had that. Chris, that's on a D one hundred, you rolled a one. I know. I deserve that. I actually healed them with my attack. Yes, that's so a you... new low for me. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> All right. Well, that's oh, two down. It's time to go. Let's <laughs> keep, keep going. Let's keep going. I still don't see you yet. Hit him again. All right. <laughs> I can't believe you. I don't think I've ever seen someone attack and actually them. heal all the damage they just deal to. Oh, you did one of the my... best grenades you can throw, and then it went the exact opposite. All right, hit again. They're, they're, right, they're, they're, some, they're wondering. They, they're not very smart. You're Look, in the larger scheme of things, rolling a one on a D100 that's the time to do it when you're rolling a grenade. I can't even calculate the odds on that. Yeah, well, oh, it's well, one out of a hundred. <laughs> oh, oh 88. 88. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, this one's really good. That's a good one. We're going to have to heal up re- whatever oh, damage we like do the next one. turn. No, you like this no, one. No, no, this one actually gives them stat bonuses. They <laughs> from here on in. Yeah, they actually level up. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. That would be good. Uh, I gotta look this one up. Give me a sec. Yeah, one made a save. I'm not sure of the other. They need a nine. So they, it teleports the guy it. in from outside. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they gain flight and uh, force field. And immunity to... Uh, to and invisibility. And immunity to goblin Invisibility, flight, and force field. That was a sticky bomb level two grenade. So... Mm. No, 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 no. That'll keep them here. That's, That's exactly what happened. Well, as long as I can keep throwing grenades, yeah. maybe I kill one them. of them is entangled, and I think the other one is not. So they're not. They still they just move at half speed. They cannot run or charge and take a minus two penalty to AC attack rolls, reflex saving throws, checks, and dexterity based and ability checks, which includes looking around. So one of them is stuck to the floor, while the other one seemed to avoid it. That hurts their reflexes for further grenades. That is correct. All right, let's chuck another one. Again. Oh, you had no idea what's going on. You rolled a 20 and then a 19. Another 20. (laughs) You crit I'm I'm blowing all of my... You're really losing all your crits here. All right, well... You know, the funny thing is, when it counted, 
you're rolling like fives, and now it totally doesn't count because the grenades. And you're rolling. Oh wait, I got rolls. All right, you're, you're okay. What do you roll? D100. Here we go. Thirty-nine. They're all okay, pretty good. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's just a regular old shock grenade. So. How much is damage of that? That's just one d8. Did those entanglements do any damage? No, it just it makes them not move. Okay, just curious. Oh, Ooh, one missed a save. One point of damage. One point. But of you damage. did one point of damage. <sighs> uh, not does the crit that he did do any additional damage? You can look it up, but I believe zero. No, it doesn't. I, I'm looking yeah, it up. It's kind of hard right. to find. Okay. I'm just guessing it doesn't crit. All right. So how many have I used? I used four already, right? And I have you the one that's on the ground. Four. It's for my fifth. Right. So, so I only have, have two left. Two left. Alright. I'm gonna I'm going to uh I'm gonna throw another one. Uh critical death. Critical is dash mark. There is no crit effect. Yeah, there's no crit. Well no, that's crit effect. That's the effect. But, but it's not it's... there's no crit because you're you're not aiming at a creature, you're aiming at the ground. And because you're aiming at the ground, there's no crit. So again, you hit. Uh, one of them, I think, knows what's going on. It sees your arm, and it looks towards you. Okay. So it looks like the jig might be up, but uh, you can do that one, and then you'll see what happens. 25, 25. is... That is also a frag grenade. That's the most common one. So Good. So another D8? Uh, frag grenade is actually... Oh, it's actually D6. So, sorry. D6, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, four points, and they both failed, so... That's good. All right, so four points. That's solid. There we go. <laughs> We're chipping away. So, so actually, so one of them moves because the other one's entangled still, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, one well, one of them like right. is actually now. Do we roll initiative now? Roll for combat. Yes. And that's an excellent little cliffhanger. Wow, that actually was a very weird episode. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was one of the strangest episodes I've we well not for um, us for us costumes? we've done a lot like this <laughs> yeah cosplay and grenade and grenade yeah pretty much cosplay well, in uh, yeah. Starfinder yeah you're now in your elf costume I understand. Mm-hmm. Hey everyone, Steve here. So that was some pretty quick thinking on their parts. If you go to the Discord channel, you can actually see a map of the temple. It is quite large, so they were able to sort of go all the way to the side, be completely out of range, both in sight and sound, climb up the side, and then conveniently there is a observatory at the very top of the temple, and they were able to get into it and go through the back door in a way. So conveniently that was there. Otherwise, I probably would have had them, like, you know, go through one of the windows. The windows are kind of like over cliffs, but I'm sure they would have figured something out. It is a good thing that there was another way into the temple because it was going to be very hard for them to get past that sentry. He is way too strong for them. Which leads me to my GMPC tip, is what do you do when the PCs kind of go off the rails? Now, this is a perfect example. Most adventure paths are fairly linear in the sense that they are on rails. Now, they're not all like that. Kingmaker was kind of like all over the place and can go in almost any direction. But most adventures kind of come in three varieties. You'll have completely on the rails, which is kind of like what most adventure paths are, where they have a very clear beginning, middle, end, and the PCs are expected to go more or less in that order. You have what's semi-linear, which is like a traditional dungeon where, well, 
the dungeon can be done in mostly any order, but you still have to kind of go through the dungeon in one specific way. You can't cheat and go all the way to the end of the dungeon. You have to sort of go from level to level and a certain pattern of room to room. And then, of course, there's things like Kingmaker or completely nonlinear. The problem with completely nonlinear is that there's sort of like a lot of vignettes and small set pieces, and you have to figure out how to tie them together through role-playing. So... This doesn't really adhere to that. This is really more for the on the rails and more for adventure paths. Now here's a perfect example. This was written in such a way that they were expected to go through that door and then the encounters are also written in such a way that they go through the encounters and the people and the things they're gonna be encountering in there, they were supposed to actually go through it a very specific way. Well, they just went backwards. They actually are now going through the back door and they're still gonna go through the encounters and still gonna encounter everything. They're just doing it in a reverse order. Now, if you think about it, all adventures and all dungeons are nothing more than a data flow diagram. If you think about it, it's just like A to B to C to D. That's it. That's what you are. You're basically going from one set piece to another set piece to another set piece. Sometimes it's in a very specific order. Sometimes just some branching. And sometimes it can go in almost any order. But in this case, they were supposed to go in a very specific order. They were supposed to go through the door, go into the temple go to the middle of the temple, and then climb up the stairs. Well, they kind of went backwards. They went on the side and went through the back door, and now we're going to go reverse. So what do you do in that situation? Now, in the old days, when I wasn't quite as good as a GM, I would sort of kind of force the encounters to more or less kind of line up, even if they went the wrong way. And I can tell you right now that it never worked out well. When they do this, I just go with the flow. I say, well, you know what? The encounters are going to be kind of wonky now. And I have learned that wonky and crazy encounters are fun and memorable. So, yeah, this is not the way it was supposed to happen. Hiroji was not supposed to go down the stairs and then attack these guys in the dark. But he did. He has really good cover. And look at what happened. He managed to throw goblin grenades, which, by the way, is an invention of my own, in which they can do anything from amazing damage to, as you can see, healing. And he managed to now heal the monsters, which is fantastic and it's going to come up for the rest of his life that he is the only person to ever do an attack that actually healed damage so there you go if it wasn't for that that might have never happened this is a good example of when people sort of go the wrong way as long as they're still on the rail just go for it okay just sort of like let them do it the wrong way if they sneak up behind the guys and they were supposed to have really good cover the bad guys were supposed to be behind like some really good cover and you know really dug in and you just came in from behind them and can totally kill them quickly just let them do it because now suddenly they can knock over i don't know bookcases and make new cover and lots of crazy things can happen and i've done this many times and every time i've done it it gets crazy but it never breaks the game it's a lot of fun so that's my GM tip. Now, if you're a PC, the thing I would say about a PC is if you know you're doing it, and trust me, you'll usually know you're doing it, 
take it easy on the GM, okay? They have to sort of make things up on the fly. They have to kind of rearrange things. And if you want to have a good encounter, kind of lean into it and sort of help them out. Don't be a pain. Don't try to, like, break the game. Don't try to, like, take advantage of the situation that you went in the wrong way. Because first, you're just going to make the GM's life a lot harder, and it's not going to be fun for him, which is not going to be as much fun for you. So sort of like, you know, roll with it and make sure that you're more of a help than a hindrance because you're going to know when you went the wrong way. I'll give you a story that happened to me once. Is And this is probably my worst story. Uh, it's definitely my top three. Where I was playing society play and we were in a dungeon and they were supposed to get to the end of the dungeon. So you know what happens? And they were like level 11. He's like, oh, okay. I transform into an earth elemental and I earth glide and map the entire dungeon and find out what's in every single room and then get to the end. And that is when I said, congratulations, you won Pathfinder, you win. I'll just give you all the treasure and we'll skip the next five hours and I'm going to go get something to eat. Because wow, you took out all the fun of the adventure. And they kept doing it. They kept doing crazy things like, oh, I have an adamantium sword. I'm just going to be cutting holes through the walls and I'm just going to get right to the back and to the end of the dungeon. Or I'm going to go all the way around the side to get to the last room, which they ended up doing. And you know how much fun that was? That was so much fun that I now remember it for the rest of my life as the worst experience I ever had as a GM. And I bet you they didn't have much of a fun as players. Congratulations, you broke the game. Congratulations, you just ignored the entire dungeon and won. But you know what? Wow. <laughs> you win. I mean, it's not a fun adventure. That's my example of being a player and not breaking it for the GM because it's not fun for anyone. It's like, okay, you won Pathfinder. I hate to break it to you. It's very easy to break Pathfinder. It's very easy to break Star... Well, it's not quite as easy to break Starfinder, but you can break it if you really want. And in that case, you're not playing a game. In that place, you're just playing, oh, am I smarter than you, the GM, or am I smarter than the game? And you know what? You're always going to win that. No one's going to have fun, and it's going to be a boring experience. So I kind of got into a little diatribe there, but you guys know what I'm getting at is, look, if you're getting off the rails, if you're going in the wrong way, if you know you're doing something you probably shouldn't be doing, GMs, lean into it, have fun. PCs, also lean into it, have fun, and give the GM a little bit of help or leniency as he's going to have to be changing things and making things up on the fly very quickly to sort of accommodate you. So in terms of some show notes, tomorrow on the website, there's going to be a new Talking Society by Jason McDonald, where he's going to be giving his feedback and thoughts on Adventure 1-4, which they just finished up. We are going to be getting the Starfinder Armory very soon, and there should be a review up within the next week or two. We're also going to be doing a review of Pathfinder playtest rules. Those should be up right around Gen Con. And for those people who are going to Gen Con, there is a Roll for Combat podcast meetup in question and answer. And that is on Sunday from 2 to 3. Again, if you go to the Gen Con site, you can just sign up for it. It's at, let's see, Lucas Oil Meeting Room 2. I will be there. Some other people will be there. As I said, I'll be bringing out shirts. You can meet some of the mods. We can have some fun, play some games. Who knows what? A few other small things. Don't forget we have a new podcast every Tuesday. 
please do subscribe to us on iTunes and Android and do review us. A lot of people have been reviewing us, been putting in some really nice reviews. Do review both the Roll for Combat podcast and, if you can, the Roll for Combat Society podcast, which is separate. If you want to just listen to the Society podcast, you can, but please do a review. The written reviews are the best ones on iTunes. It does help a lot. Also, don't forget, every Thursday, Jason has a new Talking Combat column where he goes through each episode and what craziness happened. This should be a fun week, as he will be talking, I presume, about how, oh, I don't know, Hiroji healed the bad guys. That should be fun. Also, don't forget, do check out the Discord channel, which is just discord.rollforcombat.com. You can see pictures from all the episodes, talk to people, get free t-shirts, play Starfinder, lots of cool stuff. Also, don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Check out the Reddit channel. You can check out our Patreon if you want cool stuff. And last but not least, if any of you out there play World of Warcraft, the new expansion is going to be coming out in the next month. Now, I used to be a hardcore mythic raider, and I kind of go on and off, but I might be coming back for this expansion. Chris Beamer is a massive, massive World of Warcraft player. He's on every day. So if anyone's out there is into World of Warcraft, likes raiding, or just likes to play, there's actually a new feature that allows everyone to talk cross-realm. So that'll be fun. So hit us up in the Discord, and maybe we can make a little group chat, and you can actually talk to us while we're actually playing World of Warcraft. Again, I haven't decided if I'm going to be coming back or not. As you know, actually, John Stats was well, one of the developers of World of Warcraft for about 11 years. Uh, Bob Marquis is one of the biggest World of Warcraft players of all time. He kind of has taken a long break, though. I don't know if he's going to be coming back for this one. I also come and go, depending on how the classes are. I play a Hunter, and Hunters got pretty destroyed during Legion, so I kind of stopped playing for a while. It was actually impossible to raid, and I kind of took a break. So I might be coming back for the new expansion. But Chris will, and also Jason plays. So, in essence, we all play World of Warcraft. So, if you're interested in playing World of Warcraft and are going to be playing, you can check us out and talk to us and even play with us a bit if you want. Just go to the Discord channel to find out more about that. Anyhow, with that, I will talk to you and see you guys next week. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. Listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Moe's motto I need healing! <laughs>